Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hero's Journey Economy podcast. I've got with me Jake Halpert from the Transformational Travel Council. And we're going to be talking today about how things have changed in travel, where people are, aren't just maybe sitting by the pool drinking from an umbrella drink. People are really looking at travel a lot differently, just for maybe personal improvement, personal transformation, and the whole element around maybe coming back from a trip or a journey different than they were before, find interest in where those transformational things happen. So welcome, Jake. Uh, thank you very much, Mike. Happy to be on with you. Yeah. How long has the Transformational Travel Council been around? Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we launched the Transformational Travel Council in 2000. Uh, I guess we, we started down the path of launching in 2016. Uh, we gave a presentation on the power of transformational travel at the Adventure Travel World Summit in Anchorage, Alaska in the fall of 2016. Uh, and that really is, is, is when everything sort of kicked off. That's uh, after that, uh, after those presentations, um, some of the major publications like Vogue magazine and others just jumped on board and, and uh, it became a, uh, a trend uh, in 2017 and, and has become a movement since. Uh, so uh, it was around 2016, 2017, where we took the step into uh, uh, turning uh, this vision into a reality uh, and, and bringing forward the Transformational Travel Council. Yeah, that's where I that's where I found out about you uh, is in the Vogue article. All right. So, yeah, so I think that's got I hadn't heard of you until I saw that. So it's a great thing. You know, one thing <laughs> I've noticed is you've also got a quote from Joseph Campbell on your site. Lots of them. Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. And for people not familiar who Joseph Campbell is, he's a historian, but he wrote a book uh, Hero, Hero of a with, Thousand Faces. Hero with a Thousand Faces. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. what he found for people not familiar with that is that Throughout all these different cultures throughout the world and languages and groups that have never really isolated islands and remote areas of the world all share this common story of the hero's journey. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a story where some, there's a call to action. There might be some and there's some specific steps on maybe there's a hesitation to the call to action. Then there's and then they get into this and they're challenged. And through this journey. They are. They come through it. Uh, oftentimes, it can be very challenging. It it can look like all is lost, but as they start to come through it, they become transformed. Is that that's everywhere? So, and what we see is it's really uh, George Lucas uh, studied this with Star Wars, but it goes back into even David and Goliath, uh, Odysseus, all the major stories, and it's so prevalent in our society that we might not even see it to the success of video games. And almost any major drama really taps into that story. What are some things that, so it's, it's different from adventure travel. It's, it's transformational travel in that they're looking to change, right? Or they're looking for a, maybe a personal um, connection with something that they become, that transforms them during the trip, correct? Yeah, 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 for the most part. Um, yeah, we, we look at uh, as travel as an opportunity to, uh, to be transformed, uh, and it can be really catalytic to that, and and you know tying it back to the hero's journey, which was you know one of the uh, 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 foundation for our research. Uh, my business partner Michael Bennett uh, did his dissertation at Pepperdine in I want to say 2011 or something, and uh, you know just saw um, uh, this alignment between the hero's journey on that macro level, and then bringing it down into a micro. Uh, journey, uh, an actual journey in travel in the travel space, um, and so we uh, we built built a structure 
that follows that same hero's path and, and journey to uh, ultimately that, that, that opportunity to take newfound wisdom uh, on a journey and apply it to your life back home, whether that is, you know, changing behaviors, um, you know, bringing, uh, adopting hobbies, uh, maybe letting something go uh, and really uh, embracing a new, fresh sense of self. Yeah. So what are some examples of trips that are, that would foster this type of transformation? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, what you're seeing industry-wide right now with, with this trend in any trend is you see, um, you know, travel companies or any business uh, jumping on a bandwagon uh, and, uh, you know, wanting to, uh, to take uh, full um, advantage of a trend. So right now you're seeing that most travel companies are claiming that their particular trips are transformational. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, we would argue that, that, that transformation is, is deeply personal, you know, and that's what makes it so powerful and so transcendent. Uh, and it's not something that can be crafted. It can, it's not something that can be orchestrated, uh, in the field. You know, those are, those are at the end of the day, still experiences and they will have varying degrees of impact, but it's not until we come back and, and, and take, uh, meaningful action in our lives that we start to transform uh as the as the stoics often said it's not the experiences it's it's what you do with them uh and so transformational travel you know that's what makes it more of a philosophy and, and a practice uh you know than anything because it's it's not something you can't have a transformative trip uh until you've sort of acknowledged that on the back end on the return of the hero to tie it back to the to the hero's journey right um, and uh and so yeah that's uh, you know, ultimately, it could be any any particular journey, any particular experience. Um, you know, there are certainly ways of approaching itinerary design and 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 coaching and mentoring travelers into, uh, you know, being more conscious, more aware, more mindful of their trip. That there amplifies the possibility for a transformation when you return home. Uh, yeah. But an itinerary in itself is not would you know wouldn't be deemed transformational. Right. It's, uh, it's not five o'clock. You must be in Belgium. It's a lot different type setup, correct? It's it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've even noticed some of the cruise lines are kind of promising that, which, you know, you would think, <laughs> you know, how, you know, that, that's challenging on a boat, but you know, they, I think they are, but you know, they're, I think they're offering like meditation, you know, they, they're, they're kind of mm -hmm. stepping into it. They're not just saying it, it's meditation. They're, they're offering up different things that, uh, um, could be to your point, who knows yeah. what it's, who knows what it's going to be. Right. And, right. Uh, right. Um, so, but are there major themes like on the outset or do you know, is it Machu Picchu, you know, like, are there certain things that kind of say, or that you're seeing from a theme standpoint, whether it's like working in an orphanage or um, maybe back to nature, are there some things that mm -hmm. kind of set up well for transformational travel versus maybe, uh, you know, maybe a cruise or, you know, or, uh, or an amusement mm -hmm. park, you know, an amusement park trip. I mean, I'm not saying an amusement park couldn't be transformational, but mm -hmm. um, I, I think some of the things you're talking about are come from a different lens, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we look at, uh, you know, the opportunity for transformation through travel, uh, there are certain ingredients and, and, and opportunities that exist uh, that give travelers the opportunity to go deeper um, and, uh, um, and have a more meaningful experience. Uh, you know, in the current travel dynamic and travel space, you know, it's, it's, it, 
it's been commoditized in a lot of ways and digitalized uh, and you know almost systematically stripped of uh, the the power and the reason why we travel um, which is which is unfortunate because you know ultimately you know going back to that hero's journey it's not all meant to be you know easy and and uh, uh, without challenge you know challenge is often the overcoming challenge on a trip is often what uh, you know, creates the best stories and, and allows you to, uh, to learn, grow, learn, stretch and grow. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, with, with itinerary design, uh, when we're took, when we're looking to support or guide and support a traveler in the pursuit of transformation, you know, we're going to be looking at places that inspire awe, right? So you can get into remote and wild places. You're going to be looking at, you know, really authentic, genuine interactions with the local community and the local culture and, 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 and the people that live there. Uh, you're going to be, uh, you know, looking at, uh, at places that have a sense of energy, right? Uh, we've all been to those places that some of them just hit you a little bit harder, whether that's, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the destination in the landscapes or it's the people that, that, that are there, or, or maybe it's your mindset and where your headspace is at. Uh, during that journey. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, remote and wild places, you know, uh, cultural immersion, um, you know, all, all those actively set up uh, for a traveler to, to be more mindful and connect to the possibility that exists within travel. Yeah. And it's an interesting, it must be an interesting challenge because really, um, you know, tr transformation doesn't happen on the couch. Right. And uh, I look at, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, there was that, there was that book, the accidental tourists where in the story, that person specialized in uh, writing travel books for people who don't really want to leave the United States, right? Like they want to experience the United States. It was kind mm -hmm. of a funny, it was a funny premise, right? But, but mm -hmm. th there mm -hmm. is that, that, uh, you know, by its nature transformation, like in the anti-fragile kind of theory for you to mm -hmm. build, for you to even like, let's say if you wanted to transform, uh, let's say you wanted to get bigger biceps. The reality mm -hmm. is you have to get uncomfortable with lifting. That's weight, right. Right. So there's this yeah. certain amount of uh, un uncomfortableness, for lack of a mm -hmm. better term. Mm -hmm. uh, you're mm -hmm. you're kind of be taking out of your comfort zone, right? Maybe right. to an area that uh, they're not speaking English, <laughs> or right. or, the, or the food is very unfamiliar, or the mm -hmm. the mode of transportation is very different than what it would be mm -hmm. in the day to day life, right? So it, it is mm -hmm. kind of you are looking for, and that's the challenge, I guess, because um, travel is so much so much of travel advertising is based on creature comforts, right? That right. Uh, and that this actually. Um, not that you're saying it's going to be uncomfortable the whole time, but there is a certain amount of out of your comfort zone um, elements that yeah, yeah, that ha that have to happen. Otherwise, it's like you're right. staying at home. Like I look at right. some of the advances they're having in. Um, it's great that we're going to be able to have these devices or headsets where um, I'm going to be able to speak to someone in a in a far off land, uh, yeah. and they'll be able to understand me through Google, and I'll be able to understand them. But mm -hmm. something, something gets lost there, right? I am communicating mm -hmm. with that person, but something, there's a challenge that's eliminated there with technology. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's where, you know, whether uh, along all those routes, I guess it must be an interesting area because for something to be truly transformational, it, it's, there's a, a certain level of uncomfortable challenge somewhere along the way, or uh, right. definitely, definitely someone taken out of their norm of what right. they would normally do, right? Otherwise, it's, right. just, it's just not gonna happen. 
Right, right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, what, what we look at is, you know, how can we get travelers into a, a, a state of flow, right? Where, where they're flowing through their experience. It's real, it's authentic. It's going to be filled with, uh, you know, um, you know, opportunities and challenges and amazing moments and, and, and potentially, you know, uh, sad or depressing ones, but that's what travel is. That's the essence of travel. And that's, what's been, you know, that's what's missing from the travel space today. Uh, is is it you know everyone's working to try to serve the traveler uh, and bend over backwards to make sure that every need is met and that they can you know essentially transport their home you know abroad uh, and, and and settle in and go explore as if it's a form of entertainment you know and there's a sense of entitlement which is which is toxic to the experience um, you know we want to be looking at it for, through the lens of fulfillment you know and so <clears throat> if we look at Work, <clears throat> working at the on the itinerary as a process and, engage, and engaging travelers in a process as opposed to a product, we're now taking them, you know, deeper um, uh, into the trip and focusing on the why and how of travel as opposed to the what and where. You know, it's really easy to talk about where we want to go and what we want to do. It's a lot more difficult to talk about, well, why are we going? What are our motivations? How can we do it better? Um, yeah. You know, and so that's, you know, by looking at transformational travel as that process, that, that you go through on each journey, you know, then each opportunity for travel gets a little bit more deeper, a little deeper, a little bit more powerful, and you become a, uh, a better traveler, a more responsible traveler, a more in tune traveler. Uh, and uh, you start making better choices in terms of where you're going to travel, how you're going to spend your money uh, abroad and at home. Um, you know, and so that, those are the things that that we're really integrating into the experience. And, you know, it, it, it does come back to like being uncomfortable or being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, did, I, did I say that right? Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> that, that is, that is the key, right? The, mm -hmm. that, that is the uh, key. That, yeah, I mean, you can't have it so uncomfortable that the person's coming back and saying, I had an awful trip, right? Because right. that, uh, but, right. but if they're net, if they never have the feeling, like if they have Netflix and they have everything, that's right. go, everything that's going on, um, mm -hmm. they're never mm -hmm. really going to feel like they've done anything different. Uh, so right. that, that, that is right. a, uh, and I, let's, let's, you mentioned this, that, that, you know, uh, that they're in the zone, right. And that mm -hmm. they're, mm -hmm. um, can you speak to that a little bit? Because I think that's, that's an interesting thing. Like what elements have you found or, or what are some things? And I know it's not, it's not a recipe, right? So, mm -hmm. and, and that's, I think what's really interesting about what you're attacking is it's mm -hmm. not, hey, have them do this, 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 and then they're going to come back all different. You know, it's a, right. or they're, they're going to just be wowed by the whole thing. You have to set up some certain elements here where there's, they are venturing kind of into the unknown, right? That, uh, right. that it's, not a, it's not a cookie cutter, um, this, then this, then this, then this. You kind of, you mm -hmm. kind of set them up. And how, mm -hmm. what are some, are there some zone elements or are there some things that you kind of not, you know, it, it's, it's not a cookie cutter thing, but at the same time, you guys mm -hmm. have to be, you know, remoteness, uh, authentic that we're seeing mm -hmm. that, you know, we're seeing that a lot in, in transformation mm -hmm. is that, uh, you know, speak, people can speak to transformation, but I think where mm -hmm. that, where it really falls out of bed is if it, if it's, um, using transformation as a ploy, you know, and if it's really authentic, it, it comes across, but what are the, are yeah. there, what are some things that you see, um, hey, if this happens on the trip or um, is it personal connections? Is that where, are there some certain things that just kind of say, well, 
it, there's no guarantee that there's going to be a transformation now, but here are some elements that um, we normally see foster this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big question. I mean, yes, yes, the, uh, the concept or, uh, you know, transformational travel in itself is, is, can be very nebulous. Uh, you know, we're talking about the essence and, and the magic of travel, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, or the way that term has been used, you know, for, for many years that, that this is, that it's some sort of light bulb moment or epiphany that you have in, in, in the field. And, and why those are, are, are certainly, you know, wonderful moments to have. And, and, you know, we are trying to build a framework and a construct based, based on, you know, rigorous research, um, you know, seeking out and waiting for those sort of moments can be really toxic to the experience, um, you know, because it, it sets you up for disappointment. You know, it can, instead of it just being one moment, it can be a series of moments. It can be the, the, the entire experience and you can be more in flow, uh, you know, more in the zone one day than another day. Right. Uh, and there are certain things around, you know, the framework that we're, that we're constructing, you know, or recipe, um, you know, that uh, uh, is based on, you know, science and, and, uh, and ancient wisdom uh, that we're trying to bottle up and, you know, create tools and opportunities for travelers to say, okay, here's, here, here's a path forward for us. You know, this is a way that I can approach travel that's going to increase the likelihood to have these, these amazing, um, you know, experiences that drive change. Um, you know, and so, you know, we talk about, you know, the remote and wild you know, getting, you know, uh, getting out and feeling small, you know, whether you're next to the sea or looking up at, uh, you know, the mountain range or, you know, looking into, you know, in, into the yonder and looking up into the stars, you know, th those immediately give you that opportunity to, to shift your perspective, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, then also those opportunities to connect, right, with the human connection. You know, I think that, uh, you know, in our, in our research, we've discovered that the most powerful travel experiences typically involve in interaction with another human being, you know, so how can we make sure to break down the walls that exist between traveler and, and host and really get them engaged in a way that, you know, is going to make that moment, uh, you know, truly transcendent and truly special. Because uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's what we're seeking is that is that connection with with others, you know, because yeah. that gives us that sense of self, I and mean, you can't really get a sense of self unless you have a sense of you know, others and, and how you connect with others and preconceived ideas of others. Right. And then that ends up, you know, often, you know, uh, uh, building the bridges that travels known, known to, to build. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, there, there are, there are, there are constructs, there are ways, you know, and one, one other one is to, to slow things down, um, you know, and, and make sure that you're not bouncing around from place to place or attraction to attraction. Another thing is to leave space between activities, you know, uh, introduce ceremony and ritual, uh, to the, to the trip, um, you know, challenges and insights, you know, and, and, you know, one thing that we're teaching our, our mentor and our travelers on are, you know, you know, making sure that they set intentions before the trip and during the trip, you know, and every day and setting some time to some time aside to, to, to be quiet and be mindful and, and reflect on the experiences that you have. Yeah, we tend to, uh we tend in the United States to travel like we're being chased by Interpol sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, mm -hmm. You know, that, that right. uh, and every second has to be full of something, you know? Um, right. So that, that's interesting, the downtime, just, mm -hmm. just sl slowing it down and building that just in. Just be. 
Yeah, know, just be yeah. right. And that's and that's ultimately with the you know, this sort of chaotic existence that we're all living in. It's really important to use that time away, especially if you only got two or three weeks a year to just be and 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 connect back to, you know, your your truest self and and understand why you're there and and who you are at that at that at that juncture. Um, you know, so you can come back and feel rejuvenated and and restored and 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 ready to uh, uh, you know to to move into a, the next chapter. Are there specific uh, locales? I, I know it's not a given that if I go to Machu mm-hmm. Picchu, I'm going to have a transfer. But are, are people gravitating? And I know remote. You know, nature has a lot to do with this. And this sounds yeah. a little for people listening. It might sound a little a, lot, a little woo woo, right? Uh-huh. That you know, nature's in there, but we are so disconnected from our natural world, right? Um, we are. You know, like, you know, people say, hey, animals can, can sense uh, a tsunami. Well, also the people in those locales, many of them can too, but, you know, we're mm-hmm. in the air, but we've lost that, right? We've lost, the, mm-hmm. we've lost a lot of our natural senses because we're in air-conditioned buildings and we feel very disconnected from mm-hmm. uh, the world, right, over mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. we just don't, we mm-hmm. don't sense what people say, but nature is a big piece of this um, and mm-hmm. just and just like getting out from four walls and and, and seeing the world um, yeah are, are there certain um, higher percentage places where people is remoteness the key I, I guess you could have a transformational experience anywhere but definitely out of your out of suburbia out of a city mm-hmm. and into a different area are there certain parts of the world that are bubbling up as popular transformational uh, destinations yeah yeah um you know nature is 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 absolutely one of them and and not just venturing into nature and expecting the mountains to just speak for themselves i think that there's a certain responsibility that the traveler or anybody or explorer has uh when when going into any uh, uh any new um experience or any new landscape and and including nature. So, you know, being really mindful, being really present, you know, having gratitude for, you know, for the opportunity to get into the forest or into nature. Um, all of those, all of those things are going to help you build a deeper connection. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, cultivate a sense of stewardship. Um, you know, so I think that, you know, with the digital existence that many of us live in, you know, sort of the, the opposite end of that is to digital detox and go and do, you know, uh, forest bathing, for example, right, and uh, uh, let go of those things. So that's, that can be really catalytic. Uh, but, you know, more than, you know, or I shouldn't say more, but, uh, uh, you know, aligned with that would also be uh, destinations that have, you know, some historical relevance, you know, or context, or, you know, whether that's, you know, um, uh, maybe, there, maybe it was war-torn, you know, and there's a history of conflict. Uh, you know, maybe it's a, a um, you know a, a place that a sacred place that uh, there was some sort of uh, spiritual or religious event that happened in it. You know, um, you know these are these are the places that I think travelers are seeking out because they're realizing they're out of alignment. You know, they're they're realizing that much of the the culture and society that we've created uh, has given them a sense of disconnection, and so they're taking a step back and trying to seek out ways. Uh, to 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 reconnect, you know, and to become more aware and be more conscious, um, and uh, so yeah, you see destinations like that that are that are doing really well, uh, which which also helps with, 
getting people off, you know, truly off the beaten track and away from the destinations that are, are, you know, being stripped of its, uh, you know, its power and its culture and, and, uh, you know, through over tourism, you know, so by assigning value to these places, you know, for people to really truly go and reconnect, you know, with self, you know, nature and others, um, you know, totally shifts the entire travel landscape, um, you know, it becomes important, uh, and, uh, um, uh, important and, and powerful to be able to choose a destination that's going to support that inner journey as opposed to just the outer journey of checking off, you know, a bucket list, right. um, you know, or looking at Instagrammable moments. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's a shift in the entire paradigm, but it serves us better. It serves the traveler and it serves the host and the destination in a, in a really more genuine and ultimately more beautiful way. And they're definitely, and not that we're technophobes, but there definitely sounds like, some kind of disconnecting from um, the the minute by minute technology updates is beneficial mm -hmm. here, right? I mean, I think for depending on the generation traveling, um, just turning off the phone can be highly uncomfortable for certain people, right? Uh, and and yep. just and just stepping away from that can make right. people can make people antsy. Right. Um, right. And that's part of the being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right? right. Like, you know, just setting aside the phone is, is a powerful step in that, in that direction. Um, you know, but, and, you know, we have a, a travel industry and lodges and I learned of a safari company in Africa that outfits their safari vehicles with Wi-Fi. Um, you know, and this is because of the consumer demand and, and, and our societal issues with being overly connected. Yeah. They just, and, and, it's because they feel no one will come if if they're not right, or yeah. or the or yeah. the ex or the expectation is Wi-Fi is everywhere, or yeah, or they might have gotten a lot of calls saying, "Hey, does your remote lodge have Wi-Fi?" Which is sad, right. you know. It, it's sad because I guess uh, it's good for the. I guess some people can maybe they, they have to do that. Um, but you're right; there is a disconnect that has to happen mm -hmm. from your day to day to day life and some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as we look forward into the transformation economy you know, and these, these problems that we're facing, you know, continue to gain in momentum. Uh, I think that people are going to be assigning more value to the places that hold strong and say, this is a place to disconnect, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and where you're, you're forced to, to set your phones aside. Yeah. Uh, and we're already seeing that. And I think that'll just continue to grow in demand because people are going to go on those trips and they're going to, they're going to have these amazing experiences that, that drive change at home. And then they're going to tell their friends about it. And, you know, um, and that's how, uh, you know, global change uh, is ignited. Yeah. I have several friends that select their vacation based on where they can't communicate because it, it does, they realize mm -hmm. um, that they need it almost. And mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it's just a, a beach in long Island or something, but it's, it's, uh, it's someplace mm -hmm. that, um, kind of disconnects them from the world. Maybe they can get to a Wi-Fi if they have to, but yeah. um, it, it's, it's almost self-imposed disconnection, which totally. you know, it's good. It, yeah. um, it's, it's, a, it's just another addiction. And, you know, it, it's hard to, to, <laughs> to recognize that you have an addiction uh, and make the decisions, you know, necessary to, to step away. Yeah. You know, the, um, when, we, when we start talking about some of these transformations, there's a, there's a strong physical element, obviously, because you're traveling mm -hmm. to a, a new loop, but there is a certain amount of the, the comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oftentimes, mm -hmm. there's some kind of um, physical demand, right? That, mm -hmm. you know, you're not being carried in a, in a rickshaw everywhere. There's, you're normally, mm -hmm. there's normally some walking involved, right? Or there's normally some, uh, 
a remoteness and and traveling by foot or some kind of physical yeah. it doesn't have to i mean it's not it doesn't have to be an ultra marathon but it seems like there does seem to be um in a lot of these or some of these an element mm-hmm. of of hey you know what you're gonna be walking for a little bit and you might get thirsty mm-hmm. and we're gonna get your water mm-hmm. but yeah of of physical moving your body through an environment on your own mm-hmm. seems to be um yeah definitely one of the elements here right that you're yeah 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 absolutely i mean we, we we talk about you know the important piece is that you're disoriented you know that you're emotionally intellectually and then also physically disoriented uh, and so when you, when you look at you know, like the Camino de Santiago, right? The way and, and some of these walks or, you know, climbing a mountain or, uh, you know, going on some sort of multi-sport adventure, uh, you know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, that, that ultimately stretches you a little bit, takes you a little bit out of your comfort zone, pushes you, you know, then you're in that, you're, then you're in that zone, uh, you know, where you start to, to get into that state of flow um, because you're being challenged and you're working through it and you're focused and you're mindful. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the important thing is, you know, once you once you accomplish this or given it your best effort, you know, what does that mean? How can I how can I take what I've learned on this and apply it to my life? You know, and, and you know, those those challenging um, or, you know, those sort of challenges, physical challenges like climbing a mountain can be super empowering. You can totally shift the way that you approach everything in life because that's a significant accomplishment. Um, you know, and that is the power of 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 weaving physical challenges that drive at peak experiences into an itinerary that uh, uh, that you design. Yeah, yeah. Because it, you, to your point, if you're if you're walking up a mountain or you're doing something hard, your your brain maybe like oftentimes it requires all of you, right? So you, yep. to your point, you're, you have to get into this zone where it's like, okay, yep. I'm putting. You know, we walk everywhere we walk, but if you have to really focus on putting one foot in front of the other for an extended period of time and think of nothing else, that that's an right. interesting exercise to begin with. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it, it can really start to, to trigger a lot of different things rather than, you know, mm-hmm. cause I think we're often, I, I guess the term is overused, but multitasking, right. We're, we're yeah. walk, you know, like people can't go for a walk without taking their phone with them and talk, calling someone right. or, right. or doing something. Um, right. and, and just some of those exercises or those adventures, where your brain and your body are all in it. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to break you, but it just puts you into a certain mindset of focus. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, walking specifically climbing, you know, running, whatever it may be, uh, it can be so meditate meditative because it's, you know, you're just in repetition, you're doing it over and over and over again. So it can slip you into a state, you know, a deeper state, um, you know, and then, you know, obviously, uh, the bigger the challenge, you know, the more that it's going to push you and the more you're going to have to dig deep, you know, uh, and, you know, once you get used to digging deep, you know, and, and, and connecting with that, uh, that, that, that state of flow that it requires to get you through it, then you want more of it, right. Then you want to yeah. go back and, and it becomes like a drug, right. This is why you see, you know, climbers and mountain climbers and, you know, and, and other athletes and, and, and risk takers do what they do because they're ultimately like almost touching the infinite, right? They're going to taste of, of the beyond uh, when they're challenged at that level. And that becomes addictive in itself, you know, so you go out and you push harder, you push, you push further, um, you know, and for a traveler that could start with, you know, a very short, just start hiking, right? Like we were working with a client at Explore X recently that really never has, has hiked in his life, 
um, you know, and, and his wife passed away uh, last year rather tragically. And he came to us and said, hey, you know, I need to sort of rediscover who I am and, you know, what's next in my life. And he asked us to put together this around the world journey. Um, and, uh, and it included, you know, some, some longer walks in, in New Zealand and Australia. Um, and, uh, and then also in, in, in Latin America. And, and he came back and I was just debriefing with him. And, you know, he has fallen in love with hiking. And so what did he do when he got back? He invited his sons to make a, uh, to, to make a date to climb Mount Rainier next year. Uh, you know, so that's just a perfect example of how, you know, travel can be transformational, uh, you know, and, and that physical challenge that he was able to tap into and connect with. He's now inviting his sons to, 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 to go climb a mountain. When six months ago, when I met him, seven, whatever that was, seven months ago, He'd never been really hiking in his entire life. How cool is that? I love that. Is, that. that is very cool. And, and he might have not really, you might have even had to talk him into that idea, right? Because like, I, I think that's the, because the, I think what's really interesting of in this business that you're in is mm -hmm. that you're kind of saying up front, hey, guess what? There's going to be elements to this that are yeah. hard, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, you know? And, uh, and what, at least what I'm seeing is the more, um, it, the more honest you are upfront about that. I, I take a look mm -hmm. at it with t totally out of this space, but you take a look at uh, mm -hmm. P90X, the workout program. Uh, right. th the success of that was they were very upfront saying this for many of you, this is going to be the hardest thing you ever do, you know? Right. And, right. and a lot of people bought it in, in, as opposed to maybe some of the other exercise things saying, Hey, you know, if you sit on this and spin, uh, 30 seconds a day without breaking a sweat, you know, you're going to mm -hmm. get at, you're going to get rock hard, you know, like inauthentic right. thing. They were out front saying, Hey, this isn't for, it, I, this isn't for everyone. I mean, even like CrossFit, they mm -hmm. interview people and they say, you know, this might not be for you. <laughs> and here's why. Right. Um, right. So that is interesting because as you start to approach people about this, I'm sure if they're really listening to what you're saying, um, mm -hmm. if they're not a little panged by, Ooh, this mm -hmm. doesn't, this doesn't sound uh, this sounds, it could be, it could sound very scary up front, right? Or mm -hmm. maybe not terrifying, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's that person who had to do those long walks who never walked before and, or climb yeah. a mountain. There's that certain right. element of, uh, there has to be a, a certain mindset there that, uh, mm -hmm. and you're going to have to make them feel comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? That, That's um, right. And, and, th and bad things could happen, right? <laughs> you know, right. and, and right. I, I guess because it's, it's not something that is totally safe so there's those elements yeah. of risk that are inherent in some of this yeah yeah and it, that's what you know that's why we look at this as a process and not a product you know so you know when you in in my vision of what the travel space looks like and 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 what we're trying to shepherd is that you know you engage uh you know the market and your travelers and totally re reimagine you know uh, uh what that interaction looks like and, you know, you know, that's why we talk about the why, you know, uncovering the why of what their motivations for traveling, what is it they're, that they're searching for, what is it that they're going through that's bringing them to this point of wanting to get out on a trip. Uh, you know, it could just be overworked and they want a vacation. Okay, well, let's, let's have a conversation about that, you know. And then, you know, there's something to be said around, you know, like, I think it's real easy for, for people in the travel industry just to be order takers. You know, when, we're, when, when travel experts and, and travel advisors and travel companies are competing with, you know, the Expedias and the large OTAs, you know, in this commodification of, of, of travel experiences, it's real easy just to say, 
yes, whatever you want, you know, we can custom design this program and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be easy. It's going to, you're, you're going to have the opportunity to relax. And, you know, ultimately, you know, travel is the, is one of the most sacred and most important places we can go. Uh, you know, we've got, we set aside, we work our tails off to go on a vacation. Uh, and, uh, you should go to an expert and trust that expert, you know, like, you go to the doctor and you trust the doctor and what he prescribes, right? You go to a therapist and you listen to a therapist, um, you know, and, and I don't think that that's too far off with travel, you know, and, and, and consulting a, a travel advisor or a travel mentor is, you know, they should be guiding and supporting you through the process of travel uh, and have a good understanding of, of, you know, what's going to give them their biggest return on investment, you know, emotionally, intellectually. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is so economic. Yeah, that's a, it's an inter, it's a very interesting industry because uh, um, the whole approaching people and knowing that, you know, uh, for this to be fulfilling, you may have to sweat a lot more than you have mm -hmm. in the last, in the last year, or, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you know, your feet might be more sore than they've ever been in their life, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, it, it's that balance, right? Because if you don't get some of that, um, mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing out there. That's right. right? That's right. Yeah. Um, and that's why you have to hold out your hand and, and, and invite them to, to join you, you know, and, and, and trust you yeah, and, and ultimately empower you. You know, we want to empower travelers to, to, to go deeper into their experience and, and extract more meaning. Yeah. It's a, it's the trust is a big element here, right? So if I was mm -hmm. to sign up with you and say, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. There is a certain amount of trust that I'm putting like, okay, one, I'm being honest with you about what my limitations might be, <laughs> you know, and mm -hmm. how, and where my comfort levels are. And then you're kind of like saying, okay, I'm going to be take, I'm, you're going to have to trust me. I'm going to be taking you a little bit further than that. And I'm going to be taking yeah. you to, you know, I'm taking you to a place where no one's going to understand what you're saying, or yeah. Uh, yeah. you're, you're going to be eating food you've never eaten before. And yep. uh, you're and, and someone has to be, so there is kind of a, a, a paradox here where the people that possibly could get the most value out of this are mm -hmm. maybe um, most averse to doing it, right? Like they, yes. they do that. What, in, what is inherent, and it kind of gets back to Joseph Kim, there has to be a call, right? Somehow right. to that point, that person wasn't asked, you know, the, they, had a, they had a loved one pass away uh, mm -hmm. and they're kind of looking for meaning. Um, mm -hmm. And you, you translated that into something. But they, they mm -hmm. also have to have, um, that person could have sat by, uh, uh, you know, uh, an infinity pool for that same amount of time, right? And never had anything. And yeah. so there is that, on the, the Voyager has to be open to this in some way. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. Uh, and, uh, you know, the market is, is awakening, you know, to, to a more conscious and more purposeful travel uh, and the results that, that drives. You know, but going back to what you mentioned about, you know, the the individuals that may not be open to this sort of this sort of process or approach, um, you know, that's that is a, a very real obstacle uh, for us. But, you know, at the same time, it's an opportunity because we do feel like a lot of those individuals, for whatever reason, you know, um, haven't had the opportunity to travel, you know, or aren't look or aren't uh, traveling even locally, you know, uh, more mindfully um, and therefore they, you know, choose to go on a cruise line, uh, to go on a cruise. Well, there lies the opportunity to, 
um, bring them further down their path, right? If they were a tourist before, now they're a traveler and they're going to move into being an explorer, uh, you know? And so I think it's really important to, to make sure that we, you know, as a, as a transformation council and, and a community that, that is, is creating a space for this conversation, uh, that we really, you know, look at those, uh, those travel experiences that are often, you know, considered, you know, uh, mass tourism and, and may, you know, be uh, ecologically damaging, you know, to our environment, which scares a lot of these people away. But still, it's still, it, it still represents an opportunity to open their minds a little bit. You know, yeah. if that cruise ship is providing a, just a little bit more of a, a deeper, more meaningful experience, or as you said earlier, have a meditation course, then that's going to open them up a little bit more. And maybe their next trip won't be on a cruise line. Maybe it's going to be, you know, you know, something that's, that's a little bit more challenging and opens their mind in even more. Right. Yeah. And there, that's, therein lies the awakening, right. And the power of one, you have one individual that boards this cruise and is set on a path that's, you know, spans 30 or 40 years. Um, and, uh, and that impacts those around that traveler and that person. Um, yeah, you know, so and the market is awakening to that, and so we, we're we're definitely excited to 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 be a part of. It. I'm really interested to see, you know, see how this continues to evolve. Yeah, and I think it's going to spill over to others. I think travel may be the uh, industry that that spearheads some of this, right? Uh, yeah, I think other companies are going to be following. Okay, because I, what's happening is what what you become. If you're helping someone with a tr uh, uh, transformation, is you become mm -hmm. their their sidekick or mentor, but mm -hmm. from from a commercial like strictly from a commercial and branding perspective, mm -hmm. you become like the sidekick or a trusted uh, advisor rather yeah. than just a brand, right? So, and I right. think other brands may be looking at that, saying, and if you're in mm -hmm. if you're if you're that role, that's much different from a loyalty standpoint than maybe other things. So. It like I love what you're touching on right here. Yes, it, I mean it's good business, you know. So it's good. It be, it's, you know what I mean. So if you become, if you're the, uh, you know, uh, get it, you know, like maybe a, a beer that helps people run a marathon. Um, right. You know that sounds silly, but there are companies that are cooking up formulas that mm -hmm. are uh, designed to do that, and, and right. all of a sudden you've got a much different relationship. <laughs> with a person than, mm -hmm. than otherwise, right? Because it's, yeah. you're, you're a, a trusted friend or a trusted brand. Right. You know, it's almost like the uh, utility belt almost, right? When they're mm -hmm. traveling or something. And it, it's, it's a much different role that, mm -hmm. you, that you could have as you assist mm -hmm. someone in, in, a, in transformation. I mean, I, you take a look at yeah. the, the, Apple, the Apple Watch could maybe something be like that, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. something that people could use for personal transformation from a physical standpoint. Um, mm -hmm. and be much different than uh, a watch that they used to own before. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's interesting. It is. It is. I, you know, I, and Joseph, uh, our, our Joseph Pine, uh, who wrote the experience economy, you know, I've talked to him on a, on a few occasions, which has just been you know, super enlightening. And he talks about, uh, you know, the transformation economy being, you know, what's, what's on the horizon. Uh, and, you know, what you're, you know, uh, communicating here is, is, is really aligned with that because you're engaging with the brand and the company more as if you're a companion on a journey and, and an experience with them, as opposed yeah. to being entertained or served. Right. And that's, and that's a pretty significant shift. That's a, um, you that's know, 
that's a big shift, right? It and, is. It and, is yeah. an exciting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, what's interesting is company, as people start to approach their purchasing decision, if, which I believe Mr. Pine is right, we are going to be moving to that. I see it in a lot mm-hmm. of different spends uh, mm-hmm. across a lot of different areas, travel being probably the, the lead one right now, but other mm-hmm. industries to follow. Um, it becomes a, a pretty interesting thing is as people say, will this be, will this product help me in my transformation or mm-hmm. is it, or is it a luxury indulgent that mm-hmm. isn't aiding me in that? And mm-hmm. then, you know, uh, companies are going to have to decide where they play. You know? right. They're either part right. of that right. or, or they're the indul- they're, they're the infinity pool play versus mm-hmm. um, I'm going to help you become a different person or, mm-hmm. or, or assist in that. So it's, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how that plays out. You know, yeah. one of the things that's really interesting about uh, transformational travel is the actual unpredictability of the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, recently there's been a lot of talk about because of the anniversary of going to the moon, they've talked to a lot of astronauts that have gone and mm-hmm. almost, almost to a person, they said, you know, what was your big takeaway? And mm-hmm. they all came back with, uh, the idea, I mean, it's much different than you might think, like, oh, the moon, uh, but it wasn't about the moon at all. It was about Earth. And their right. perspective from space was, hey, um, although this looks like a big place because you really can't travel anyplace else here, mm-hmm. once, you mm-hmm. leave the, once you leave Earth, the perspective from all these astronauts was, mm-hmm. hey, this is a pretty fragile place. This is just a, you know, and right. like it wasn't something that uh, any of them expected, but they had this mm-hmm. thing like once you leave this place, um, it, it looks fragile. So that's kind of, and none of them thought that they would have that feeling. They were, you know, mm-hmm. but they all almost all had that feeling that the world, they never looked at the world the same way again um, right. after coming back. And it had nothing to do with the moon. It had more to do mm-hmm. with the earth and the view of the earth from where they were. Right. That, that is kind of the uh, interesting thing about transformation, particularly around transformation mm-hmm. travel. You don't know really what the impact is going to be right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, you know, you're talking about uh, the overview effect, you know, that, that these Astrians have these, you know, really profound experiences when they, when they look back. And, and uh, uh, you know, ironically enough, I've got a uh, tattoo uh, that uh, is, uh, it says Sabakapli uh, Samadhi, uh, which is like stepping out of, of like our normal consciousness into a higher consciousness. Uh, and so those astronauts in that moment, you know, were, were tapping into the infinite in that state of flow that gave them that perspective, you know, and, and with transformational travel, you know, we're, you know, we're trying to provide the framework, you know, that, and, and the tools that takes, that take people through that process and, you know, amplify the opportunity of having that moment. Um, and, uh, uh, cause I think that, I, I don't think, I know that that's you know, incredibly powerful, uh, and it does, it, it, it is transformative, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna, you're gonna come back home and you're gonna have a different perspective on, on the planet and, and the people in it, you know, it's gonna, you know, cultivate, you know, new traits like empathy and, and stewardship uh, and drive behavior change, you know, so those, those astronauts are giving us a, a really good glimpse into the power of, of those, of those moments and those experiences. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought it was interesting how consistent it was across all the astronauts. That mm-hmm. that was that was the big take. None of them expected it. None of them. Yeah, and, and so I think, cool. I, I think they heard it from other astronauts, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." And then when they yeah. and when they went, they were like, "Yeah, that's what happened." So <laughs> it, it was interesting. It, let's yeah. uh, if, uh, 
let's talk uh, a little bit about maybe uh, any kind of personal travel experience. What, what have you found in your life? And now I'll share one of mine. But what, mm -hmm. what, what, what was one trip that you went on or some exploration that you found uh, maybe how it was different than what you expected or wh where you thought uh, uh, what the change was? Hmm. Um, yeah, so there, uh, uh, ironically, you know, the, the, my favorite part about travel now is my time on, on the airplane. Uh, I find that extremely meditative and, and I somehow tap into a really creative space and, and, uh, um, you know, that really helps me get into the right mindset for travel. Um, you know, both on the way uh, to a destination and on the return, because it's such a great chance to, to contemplate. Um, but uh, uh, in no, terms of, you know what, can I, go ahead. I think yeah. that's actually a very good point because as I start to look at transformational um, activity across the economy, so this whole mm -hmm. hero's journey economy, mm -hmm. I believe that's a huge opportunity for a lot of airlines because yeah. it tends to be a fairly miserable experience for a lot of people, mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be. And mm -hmm. you know, people will say, "Oh, you know, it's amazing when they say, oh, 'Oh, we're going to have to.'" you know, or a taxi for another, or we're going to, we're going to have to circle the airport for, and people are like freaking out, you know, and it's like, yeah. it's, it's maybe 20 minutes and it's like, but I, I think that's, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think that's going to be a huge area where airlines yeah. either could um, tap into uh, the ability, you know, that solitude of sitting, <laughs> sitting there. Um, yeah. and it, you know, I think it's a huge opportunity for them, uh, both from a commercial standpoint, right. To make it a little bit more, it doesn't have to be that comfortable. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, whether it's meditation tapes, or, I, I, I mm -hmm. can see, I can see one of the airlines because you're right. One is, uh, Hey, it's not that much fun, but the, mm -hmm. there's a huge opportunity of you're sitting there. You can't use mm -hmm. a device because you're on a pro <laughs> like, I, I think there there's an opportunity there for a lot of uh, companies and people to embrace, right. to embrace that time. Right, right. Almost like creating a uh, a wellness airline, you know, where you have the opportunity to, uh, you know, to you're supported in, in meditation, right, and the opportunity to get up and and be a part of a, a some sort of on plane yoga <laughs> class. Yeah. And oh, oh, yeah, um, you, you know, and I know it sounds silly, but it it is so miserable for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of untapped. I mean, I even, uh, you think of, uh, Elon Musk in the autonomous car, he's right. less interested in what the autonomous car is going to, well, his big offering is that we're, it'll free up people's time to do other things in the car. Right. Like right. to be that's, creative. That, yeah. Right. That's his, uh, mm -hmm. he's like, he goes, someone in an autonomous car is going to cure cancer by sitting there, you know, or like his, mm -hmm. that's what he's looking at going, mm -hmm. we are wasting our lives in cars. He's not, you know, that's, that's his yeah. thing is, yeah. He's like, we're going to free up this time for people to do whatever they want, but it, mm -hmm. there's a huge amount of opportunity. Sorry. And mm -hmm. I, I just think the airlines, they'll get there, but there's yeah. it have to be woo-woo stuff, but it, um, mm -hmm. it could be, they could tap into that in some way. Right, right. Well, there's just so much research around, you know, those opportunities to, to have a significant impact on, on who we are, who we are and how we live by tapping into other parts of our brain and uh, that research around neurobiology, neurobiology and, plasticity, you know, that, you know, when we're in those spaces and we're not doing our day-to-day -day routine and going through the motions, then it immediately opens up and access, you know, to access other parts of your brain that drive toward creativity, innovation, and connection. Uh, and, uh, you know, so as we continue, you know, down this path of, of you know, whether it's transformational travel or just consciousness, 
you know, any, any product or service provider that's going to allow you to tap into that space uh, is, is, is probably going to set themselves apart pretty, pretty quickly um, because that's our power place, you know, and we all know that that exists. We all yearn to connect with it, just don't have the opportunities to do so. So yeah. I think uh, yeah, Elon's onto, onto it and has been for, for a long time. Uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, inter I interrupted you. So you should say something else other than uh, the traveling on the airlines. But I thought that was a really important point. <laughs> yeah, I know it was a good, good little uh, uh, side riff. Uh, um, I, I, uh, I, I love that time on the on the airplane. Uh, but uh, you know, there was uh, you know the experience that led that ultimately drove me to 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 to, to kickstart this transformational travel. Um, uh, movement and give that presentation uh, was the, the year prior to that presentation at Alaska World Summit um, or Adventure Travel World Summit. And I was climbing Kilimanjaro with uh, my best friends. We do an annual backpacking trip somewhere in the world. And sometimes we decide to go and, and climb a mountain or do something a little bit more challenging and, and exotic. And and that year um, was a, a pretty powerful year for me as, as my previous business, Evergreen Escapes. Uh, you know, we were going through some some issues, some you know cash flow uh, issues re related to that business, and and uh, you know so I was struggling and I was feeling out of alignment. At the same time, I was really being pulled into uh, into transformational travel, and uh, it was just not the right time for me to embark on an adventure uh, like going to Kilimanjaro with <laughs> with ten of my closest friends. Uh, but I did it anyway, uh, and you know we were all. Uh, you know, in between, you know, late thirties to, to mid forties. Uh, and we set everything aside to come and embark on that journey together. And, uh, as the, the, the day before we, we, we head up the mountain, you know, we, uh, I, I led the group in sort of this, um, uh, uh, this exercise of setting intentions and being really present and, you know, and I acknowledge that, Hey, you know, this, this is really symbolic of, you know, our. Uh, moving from the first half of our, of our lives to our second half of our lives. You know, we're going to uh, get to the, the top of Africa, um, you know, and we're going to do that together. And anyway, as, you know, we, as we were, I think we we're on the mountain for six days, you know, and on that last, or, the, or as we approached the summit, we got to the fall summit up there and, you know, we'd, we'd been you know, hiking and hiking and hiking and, you know, we'd climb mountains before. So it wasn't overly strenuous or anything, but, um, you know, as we approached the the the, the fall summit there, uh, one of the climbers in, in our group, a, a good friend of mine, he just started to just started to cry. Um, and uh, you know, the sun was rising, and it was just this really magical and powerful moment. Uh, but as what happened, you know, next is 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 what ultimately just really drew me to to you know uh, trying to understand what what was causing that you know, how was, how, what, what was so powerful about it? And, uh, but uh, anyway, so he started to cry. And the next thing I know, like one at a time, uh, nearly every single member of that group just started, just broke down, you know, and it was, you know, 10 guys, you know, is uh, closing in on the summit of Kilimanjaro bawling and weeping on each other's shoulders. Um, and uh, uh, it was, absolutely one of the most powerful moments that I've ever been a part of. And, and, uh, you know, and, you know, as I was, as I was reflecting coming down, you know, that, that, that day, you know, I, you know, I really felt like I wanted to dedicate my life to understanding what went into that moment, you know, and how can we, 
you know, uh, how can we create an opportunity for more people to connect with that, that sort of power? You know, it's not that far, not that much different than what the astronauts experienced. Uh, you know, the mountain was so much, so much more that day. It was symbolic to everything that we were dealing with in our, in our lives. It gave us hope, you know, it gave us energy to, to come back into, into our world and, 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 and with, with confidence and newfound wisdom. It's interesting, Mount Kilimanjaro. That is one of those uh, places that people yeah, speak to, quintessential. Right? Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. um, you know, Michael Crichton wrote a book called uh, Travels. I don't know if you've ever. Heard. It's a nonfiction book, and it talks mm -hmm. about uh, different experiences he's had in life. You know, this. I think he wrote this a long time ago, before Jurassic Park. Yeah, and he has since passed away. But he mentions that this trip. And since it was, you know, was short stories of his life and different things mm -hmm. he went through. And one of them was this trip to Mount Kilimanjaro. And it was very yeah. similar to, and he was kind of a guy, he was not one to, uh, he wasn't an overly emotional Act guy, you know? Right. And right. Uh, he had, I think, a similar experience uh, yeah. to this. How, how, yep. how strenuous for someone who's never been to Mount Kilimanjaro, it's on my bucket list of things that I'd like mm -hmm. to do. How mm -hmm. hard is that for someone who heights or is it is it it's an up and back in one day right or is it up no and no rest it's, and then yeah, it's, it's uh uh it's uh it so the the more days that uh, uh that you give to it the better chances of of summiting um, okay you know, so altitude sickness is is a very real issue so you know if you if you i think the success rate if you get up into six or seven days uh, goes oh, okay up to like 85 yeah. or 90 percent success rate you know and so uh, it's definitely approachable for for most people and 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 a lot of different fitness levels. I mean, there are um, uh, you know it's all about pace and commitment and training, uh, you know, and being prepared, you know, mentally uh, and physically for it. Um, you know, ultimately, it's not technical, you know, so right. it, it is a long walk. Uh, it is a grind, you know, and it and it and it is challenging. Um, but uh, compared to other you know uh, other mountains, uh, it's it's certainly more approachable, but yet it gives you that same sort of sense of, of, of real accomplishment uh, and perspective from, from the summit. Interesting. That's uh yeah, that's one I, I really want to do. I have not researched Like I said, I didn't even know how long it took. <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot less to go down. Right. I guess that's one of the yeah. things, right. Cause it's just, yeah. uh, you're walking downhill. So it's, it's, uh, it's all up. And yep. the, the, um, and, the 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 emotions that you felt on that or and the, mm -hmm. and the other people on the trip was it based on the how much of it was the physical um testing of that like were people mm -hmm. at, were at people at their breaking point or from a physical standpoint or was it just um just a great experience and that was a challenge but it wasn't overwhelming yeah yeah no i, no, I don't think anyone was at their breaking point you know okay. this this is a group that's been you know, hiking and climbing and, and, and fairly fit. Um, you know, it's not to say that people weren't tired, uh, but it was just like that perfect concoction. You know, there is, there are so many different things at play at that, at that moment, you know, our, our, our own individual inner journey, uh, you know, our collective energy, you know, the environment, you know, the sun rising, um, you know, the lack of oxygen, um, you know, there were all sorts of things that were contributing to, to, um, uh, you know, uh, cultivating that moment uh, right and uh, uh <laughs> you know that's it we that's the work that we're doing right is obsessing about what 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 went into that you know and you know ultimately there was a really powerful piece of it was just setting the tension uh, intentions right and and making it symbolic 
Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's, if it was just climbing a mountain, then it's climbing a mountain. But I think that when we talked about it being, you know, the, the, the experience that was going to bridge the first half of our life with the second half of our life and, and, you know, applying that sort of meaning to it made it way more powerful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, and, a, that was a good setup. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> it definitely does like, because uh, it gets everyone thinking. Right. And yeah. Uh, Right. And and maybe they're not thinking, maybe they're, they're kind of smiling at you when you say it or something. Maybe they took it all serious, mm -hmm. but you know, well into the walk and you start getting right. into that zone. Yeah. That's going right. to, that's going to seep in. Right. Yeah. And, totally. Yeah. Totally. And this is, goes back to the being comfortable with uncom being uncomfortable. Right. So these conversations are hard to have, you know, even with your closest friends, it's sometimes difficult to have, you know, and uh, you know, and in the travel space, you know, when we're working with clients at ExploreX or when we're consulting with other travel companies at Transformational Travel Council, you know, the biggest thing that we talk about is like, how can you build that connection with the traveler on the front end, inspire vulnerability and get them to open up? Um, because it's in that space where everything starts to flow, right? right. Um, from that point on, if you can't really uh, to build that relationship and assign meaning to, to that dynamic and the experience of travel, then you're missing out on, you know, the reason why we travel and the opportunity that exists there, the, the true power of travel. Right, right. I'll share mine with you real quick. Um, Please. I went, I went to uh, Haiti. It was about a year after the earthquake. So I, I have no rescue training or construction training at all. But I went down mm -hmm. there to uh, help build uh, a church slash school. It was going to be like the one of the few buildings in the town. So it was going to be used probably... 24 hours a day for either medical care or teaching or on Sundays it was going to be the church, but it was primarily a church, but it was going to be used for a lot of other things given it was the only building mm -hmm. there. And, um, you know, I think I went there with this, like, let's get this thing built. Right. And, uh, right. like a couple days into it, I was very frustrated that we weren't making better progress and people, and the person who was leading the group says, you know, that's not what this is all about, you know, it's not, you know, cause I really wanted the roof on before we left, you know, and, right. uh, and we, we, that was the, maybe the goal, like everything was set up that we could have done that. And we didn't get to that for a lot of different reasons. The roof, mm -hmm. um, it was, we had to wait for an inspector inspector for half a day and we lost some time and, you know, and I was mm -hmm. just frustrated with the, with the, 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 uh, the progress cause it did move mm -hmm. slower than maybe I would have liked, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, what was interesting was, um, you know, that really got to me. And, and someone said to me, mm -hmm. they're like, you know, that's not why you're here, not to build right. the roof. And I go, well, right. why not? And they said, no, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> you're here to show that people haven't forgotten about them other places, you know? And right. I'm like, oh, that's it. That, that's beautiful. Yeah, that you actually, that people actually care. Right. And I'm like, huh? And they're like, no, these people just feel all alone here and that you're coming from another part of the world to help them out. That's why you're mm -hmm. here. So I, that kind of throttled me back for the rest of the week. I'm like, okay, so just being right. here, you know, but the, the, but I guess, so that was transformation, you know, that was, but the big thing that hit me that was totally unexpected when I got back to JFK was mm -hmm. I had a total new, uh, obviously appreciation for my life, but mm -hmm. all, but also this was not expected was I had a, a deeper appreciation for the United States. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Just the, the infrastructure and, um, you know, things aren't perfect here, right? And, you know, yep. everyone's always, you know, we're divided as a country and, and yep. but you go someplace like that and then you come back and okay, like 
-hmm. running, running water at JFK airport was the first time I could use it mm -hmm. in, in like 15 days. And, and you know, little things like that, like the infrastructure, it, it was, that was my unexpected, um, mm -hmm. you know, they, they have a government there that wasn't maybe serving them as well as they would like, even when things mm -hmm. were, even when times are good. Mm -hmm. And when things were bad, they were not able to handle that situation. I don't think our country handles emergencies. It's staff. You know, like you're just not staff for real big problems, right, that are unexpected. Mm -hmm. And they, that country definitely wasn't. And even a year mm -hmm. later really wasn't responding. And I came back with a, a, just a weird, pers a, a new perspective on the, like just mm -hmm. nine things like 911 and things, yeah. that, things that we have in this world. Obviously, right. you know, ample food and everything, but also like the, that people sat down and said, okay, let's, let's make a country that for the most part mm -hmm. works for as many people as possible was, uh, mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. uh, was my big takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a perfect example of, of the power of, of travel, right? It, it yeah. totally shifted your perspective and you have a new sense of gratitude. Yeah. You know? And I, so if, yeah. if someone would have said to you at the beginning, like, you know, remember, it's not about building the roof, right? It's about it's about being there and being present and connecting to others and and, and being open to 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 the to the the new culture uh, and then the people that you're going to meet along the way. Now, that's why we t we talk about traveling with your lights on. You know, we're so task oriented. You know, especially in Western cultures, you know, to go and like, oh, we're going to build a house. Let's get to work and build the house. Yeah, you know, that we yeah. that we end up missing. You know, all of these amazing opportunities. You know, and and the real reason. Um, you know, that, that we're there. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, and that's why coaching and mentorship and, and setting intentions on the front end, getting into that transformational travel headspace um, is so important. Yeah. And, and I didn't go on that trip. I was, you know, and it is funny because I came back with a different perspective on, but I went there to help out. I really wasn't looking for a transformational experience. You know, I was just yeah. looking to help. I was, I was getting frustrated. I went out there I went there because it was a year later and nothing seemed to be better, you know? And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to go there and try and do something. So it was like, uh, maybe it was almost a, not a selfish thing, but I was just like, I'm mad that things aren't better there and I'm going to do something about it or at least try to, because mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. bothering me. So it came from a point of frustration. And then of course I got more frustrated down there because we weren't there, but you're right. It was, uh, if they said, mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, the goal isn't to pound a lot of nails. It's, uh, it's uh, for you to show up. Mm -hmm. And uh, right. yeah, it would have been, I would have had it, but you know what, maybe I had to go through it too, to your point, the whole yeah, part of yeah, the transformation, definitely. I had to get to that point where I had to like, you know, get really mad and they're like, right. you, don't, you don't get it. You know, you're, you're not mm -hmm. here for that. So yeah, pretty illuminating, pretty powerful for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, where, so anything else that we should know where, where do you see this happen? Where, you know, like, as you look at this, you and your partner, as you look at transformation, where do you see things happening uh in this space moving forward is there there's are, are there interesting things you're seeing evolve or or what what are some things that uh you're looking at um in this mm -hmm. space mm -hmm. well i think that what we've seen in the spaces is uh, uh you know a disconnect from um the, the real travel that exists for you know thousands of years you know and the power that that has uh and uh and so you know where we're at now between you know uh, the digitalization commoditization of travel and luxury travel um uh you know it's just not uh necessarily serving um you know travelers in the way that it should it's not fulfilling um for the traveler or for the destination it's it's become toxic and so i think we're going to continue to see this evolution 
um, uh, within within the space and this deeper understanding and understanding and appreciation for travel experiences that are real, raw, authentic, and you know, and challenging. And uh, um, you know, the industry's got a long ways to go. You know, I mean, it, it, this is certainly not uh, something that's just going to unfold over the next few years as, as a trend or a movement that fades fades away. You know, right. this is this is a shift in and and how we approach travel and and how that amplifies the benefits of travel. And those benefits have always been about you know breaking down walls between us, you know, uh, and within us. Um, and so, uh, you know, the travel companies that that are out there that are, that are practicing this type of travel, um, you know, are, are emerging, uh, you know, and, and coming together and, and building a network, uh, you know, and sharing best practices. And, and so we'll continue to see that, you know, and it's really going to be around, you know, looking at travel at the intersection of psychology and spirituality and anthropology, right. You know, right now there's just not, uh, you know, many associations, organizations in the travel space that, that are doing that. You know, right. we're, we're, we're hoping to fill, to fill that gap. Um, you know, and as we continue, you know, as, 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 a, as a market to awaken to those possibilities, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be actively seeking them out and, and engaging with them. Uh, you know, and that's, that's where we start to see the, 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 the big impacts. Right. And, and the reason why, you know, I do this work, you know, is to build a more, ethical and equitable and ecological society um you know and 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 i really am passionate about the possibility of doing doing that one traveler at a time because yeah. uh, that, that is the space that we set aside to to go in and and reconnect with the things that are most important to us yeah um, and that's when we're the most open to change uh, right. so i think that's going to lead us down a good path you're right uh, you, you're exactly right that last point is very important People know when they're going on a trip that there's a certain amount of uncertainty to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it, it, it is inherently uh, out of your – as much as people trying to make it out of their – make it their comfort zone, there's going to be things mm-hmm. that take them out. And, and if they're looking for things that take them out or looking for an adventure uh, or transformation, that, that they're, they're maybe uh, halfway there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, that's interesting. Where can yeah. we find you on the web or what are the – what are the resources for people that want to know more about this? Yeah. Uh, so the, the Transformational Travel Council, uh, you can visit the web, website at transformational.travel. Uh, we've got uh, um, uh, inspiration, tools, research, um, you know, and frameworks there to help uh, guide you through the process of, of travel uh, and transformational travel. Uh, we've also got, uh, in the last uh, six months, we've brought on um, 100 members, or we call partners. Uh, from around the world uh, that are dedicated to um, uh, to this uh, philosophy on travel and, and are adopting it and, and, and one level or another uh, in their business. And many of them have been practicing this for years, you know, and uh, um, are excited to be connected with, with others in the space. Uh, so there is uh, some true uh, amazing practitioners uh, within the transformational travel space that you'd be able to, to find on, on that website. Um, you know, that's, that's where we, that's the theory, that's the science, that's the, that's the, the, the um, um, you know, what, what we're doing in terms of the council uh, at ExploreX is where Michael Bennett and I get to take the theory and actually put it into action, you know, and, and design, uh, you know, uh, trips based on some of this, this higher consciousness and this wisdom and engaging clients in a, in a different way and facilitating 
you know, uh, rich conversation and connection and community on our small group tours. Um, and uh, that website is explorer-x.com. Okay, explorer-x.com. Got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it'll be interesting because I guess as we move as we move to this transformational economy, it is mm -hmm. a it is a multidisciplinary kind of adventure, right? Uh, mm -hmm. There's there's a physical element. There's uh, there's obviously the mental elements of this, and and all those things that bring people into the zone. You know, as 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 and there's a whole scientific element to this, right? As mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. there are some there are some ways to get people into this. Um, you know, we, mm -hmm. you've laid it out, but there's some there's some things that you could set in place that lend mm -hmm. itself more to these types of transformational experiences mm -hmm. um, from, a you know, that science is kind of breaking through with a lot of these things as far as mental and physical. And, and yeah. uh, so as, as you guys are probably tapping right into that, but that's, and as we start to learn more about who we are as a people, that's, that, that all, uh, that all play into this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the travel space and what we're doing with with the, with Transformational Travel Council, the success really rests, you know, on the innovation and the rigor and the accessibility of this this intellectual capital. And you know, we're pulling together multiple disciplines whose expertise, you know, rarely merged or been applied, you know, in, in terms of practical tools and training and solutions for travelers and travel companies. Um, you know, and and our team is 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 really excited to invite those voices to participate. Uh, and really continue to create uh, or um, you know bring forward this movement um, into into the travel into the global travel space. That's awesome. Well, Jake, I really want to thank you for being part of the podcast today. Um, and <laughs> thank uh, you. Keep up the good work. And and uh, as you start to you know like maybe this isn't the last conversation. It'd be great if this isn't the last conversation we have. You know, a year from now or so, maybe we could check in again with you to see where yeah. this is headed because you know one one thing about this this is an evolving space and uh what we're talking about now is new to a lot of different people but uh just as we move from a, a you know a uh you know agricultural economy to uh to a maybe more product to a service mm -hmm. to experience mm -hmm. this this mm -hmm. is gonna this is uh this is gonna be something that i think is gonna be a lot more normal uh in the future and you're really spearheading it in a in a particular uh, in a very interesting space yeah, yeah, we're we're certainly excited to be contributing, you know, whatever we can to it. Uh, you know, there's definitely a, a disconnection, a separation, and unhappiness, you know, culturally. Um, you know, and we feel like travel is uh, transformational. Travel is is one avenue to start attacking some of our our global issues, um, and you know, providing some real solutions to to reconnect. Yeah, agree. Well, thank you so much for being part of this today. Really appreciate it. Hey, I really appreciate the opportunity, and it sounds like we need to get you up to uh, Kilimanjaro sometime. Well, yeah, you know, it's uh, that's <laughs> no, that is that is. I do want to do that, and uh, yeah, I, I will. I will follow up with you on that on on how to best prepare and and uh, time of year to go and that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, is there still snow up there, or is it all uh, gone? Yes, yeah, there was actually snow up there when I when I went up. Okay, um, that's that's and, encouraging. Uh, yeah, that's but encouraging. it's it's disappearing fast. So yeah, um, oh, yeah. we'll have to talk soon. Okay, uh, but really appreciate the opportunity to get uh, to get on your your podcast here and and, and share, uh, you know, what we're doing at the Transformational Travel Council and and what's happening globally around in the space. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. bye.